Heroes fighting heroes only leads to one end. The villains win. It's a piece of wisdom from none other than Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Save Everyone was an admonition from a figment of Peter's imagination that represents Aunt May and all that is good about her. Uh, The same Aunt May tells Otto Octavius there's no limit on love, and she's able to defeat him with the tenderness and affection in her heart. This is MJ. I love Spider-Man, and it's time to talk about Spider-Man Life Story Issue 6, or rather, Chapter 6, which is called All My Enemies. And the interesting thing about it is that... uh, Gosh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. Actually, <laughs> I'm just gonna chill out and let you focus on this. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't distract you. This Otto Octavius image of young Otto makes him look like young Elton John, and I find that pretty awesome. So get ready for full spoilers on issues one through five, as well as six of Life Story, because I'm not gonna hold back anymore. First of all, talking about the cover. Uh, it was done by Zdarsky, just like the other five. Uh, Z- uh, Chip Zdarsky was the writer. Mark Bagley was the penciler. Andrew Hennessy was the inker. Frank Daramata was the color artist. And uh, Travis Lanham was the letterer for this issue. And uh, it's interesting to me, looking at this up close, um, it's an empty suit. This is the cover. All black and then an empty suit on Spider-Man. Um... It's more clear on the digital version than the print version that, uh, well, it's just more clear and plain, uh, like in general. Um, I don't really know what it's meant to evoke. Spider-Man certainly is not an empty suit. Maybe it's something about how Peter is a hero, whether or not he's in the suit. Um, I'm not really sure, but that's okay, because it's a fine cover. Uh, probably the least uh, favorite of all of them so far, or, you know, the whole set. Uh, so once again, a uh, quick review up the top. This is a recommendation, absolutely. I really loved this issue. I love this whole story. I'm very happy it happened. Thank you, Zdarsky, for writing this. Uh, I hope more good work like this gets greenlit at, at Marvel. Um, the interesting thing is that uh, the art was all really, really good in here, except for something I have to complain about. But um, there's this awesome symbiote image um like it looks like it's going to embrace peter like it did before he died in the coffin um you know back in issue four and during the 80s i guess that would have been issue three anyway and it's real ambiguous what exactly happens there but the the shot is beautiful i love uh, peter from behind holding it's kind of a that um arms out webbing attached to multiple things pose uh you know from spider-man on the train and even uh, spider-man on the ferry in the holland movie the first one um is uh i I feel like it's a new iconic thing for spider-man as opposed to him just being uh, under the building lifting it up um which was also echoed in uh, homecoming interesting that that like i think gave us a new image although although, no i I really do mean that the uh, image came from uh from the uh, Raimi Spider-Man 2, but um, anyway, uh, that was definitely the, one of the most striking images, but this this issue did have a lot of great things, but it was funny because that's just like a cool image. It's not really poignant or emotional. Um, it's just like maybe the best looking thing, um, except for maybe this. 
as Otto and Peter battle in his mind. Uh, there's like an ad hoc Sinister Six, and it's really cool that because you know Peter sees that Otto's able to, or Doc Ock is able to summon these other figments, um, Peter does the same thing. He calls into his mind, into this you know white, uh, you know oblivion battlefield, uh, the other Spider-Man who appeared in the other five titles or five issues of this six-issue series, and then of course him, the one who's there, is the one from you know, this, this current timeline in 2019 in his life, uh, in life story. And I just, I love that touch. It's so, it's so genius. It's simple. Um, I think it's one of those things that they call, you know, in great storytelling, it's simple, but inevitable. Like it makes sense that you would do that. And, um, I, I really love it. And just the image is so good. Uh, this huge two page, two page spread of them squaring off against each other. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. It's really, really cool. Um, something not so great though, is the design of Miles' suit, Miles Morales' suit, and, uh, you know, Peter's suit. And I don't know if these are specifically space suits or what exactly their, um, you know, main Spider-Man suits are supposed to look like. Like, are these just uh, space helmets that enable them to breathe? Um, or is are these entire alternative suits, um, you know, alternate to what they had been typically wearing? I, I don't know, because... Uh, Miles, and towards the end of the issue, mentions that he doesn't even feel like going out in his old, you know, suit, um, because uh, it calls to memory too much bad stuff, and um, I just want to know what's going on there. Uh, my complaint, though, about them is that their suits are too similar. Like in the far left panel on one of the pages, um, they're working on this doomsday device, and. I can barely tell which one's which, like, only because I looked through the rest of the issue was able to tell, like, they're just too darn similar. Um, Claire's spider suit is obviously, I mean, obviously she's a woman, but, like, had, you know, Benji been wearing that, I would have been able to tell, obviously, you know, this is clearly a distinct, um, you know, individual, a distinct spider suit, or spider sona, whatever you want to call it, and, like, I, I get that that makes sense, and it's very clear, you know, comics is a visual medium, you need to be able to tell what's going on. I think all the time, ideally, and that was confusing to me, and I even was so confused that I kept reading over a bit of dialogue when they're in the space shuttle, and um, I guess Peter, or Peter is joking about uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, he mentions Ewoks and something else, and like alludes to Darth, uh, Doctor Doom being like Darth Vader, um, which is legit, <laughs> anyway, um, I kept reading it over because the way their face plates, their masks, whatever were drawn and colored it was confusing and then like I, I showed on that one panel um the coloring is confusing and muddled and uh it just it should be done better so there and i don't know why they held off so showing us the suits from the front and the back from the side good images of them uh, i think peter's suit looks amazing um I think it looks great from the front and from the back, from the sides. I, I love uh, how big his web shooters are, how much tech he has in them, his big belt. Um, it kind of feels like some things he carried forth from Ben Riley, like that really, like Ben's death really had an effect on him. And he pulled some of those elements in uh, to the suit, like maybe as a memorial to him. And I don't know, I, it's just really cool. And I think it's a great looking suit. But again, unfortunately, it just looked too samey next to the Miles Morales suit because they were basically the same color scheme and their helmets looked almost exactly or identical. So, you know, that's dumb. I get different guys. I've mentioned it before. I'm a fan of Tokusatsu and this uh, wrist, you know, big web shooter on his right hand that he powers up to do this crazy attack against this, uh, you know, Craven Venom 
Ooh, Craven Venom, that sounds good. Um, it reminds me of an Ultraman attack, um, and it's really cool. I like how deadly it is, how violent and explosive it is, and of course he doesn't mind using it against this guy, even though he's Spider-Man, because Craven's uh, dead already, and it's just the symbiote that's been puppeteering his skeleton, which is pretty gnarly, uh, if you ask me. But again, like this is the imagery is so good, um, it's so exciting, and uh, I really, really liked it. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, getting to the real good stuff, um, this is a boring page full of old people's heads and, uh, you know, puff of smoke and stuff, but, like, this is really what got me about the issue. I loved uh, how uh, May, like, contextualized all of Spider-Man's life story here uh, in saying that he just wanted to save Uncle Ben, and because he couldn't, he decided he would save everyone, and she encourages him to do that, and then he does that ultimately by, at the end, super spoilers, giving his life and inspiring, um, you know, Miles to carry on, and, like, Mary Jane's okay with him being gone, um, because of the life that they shared together, and the love that they had, and all these things, and it's just, I think it's really beautiful, and, uh, it's meaningful, and the whole thing about May, uh, embracing Otto, and, like, telling him to let go of his hate, and his greed, and his desire to live on, um, it was just really touching and moving, and, like, <laughs> like, I get, if that's who May is, I understand why Peter, um, is, was able to be the kind of hero he was. Uh, that strength, that, like, moral, not solitude, that's, that's not what I mean to say, like, the moral, the amazing moral foundation, um, that she and Ben would have, you know, instilled in him if that's how they thought about the world, uh, it, it's no wonder he is such an amazing hero and uh, such a spectacular role model and uh, such a sensational character. Like, I, I, I don't know what else to say other than heap praises on this book and um, the wholeness that it preaches. And um, I, think, I think it's kind of time to get on my soapbox here. Um, I really love the fact that Peter, um, in his inner monologue, says the heroes fighting heroes only leads to one end, the villains win. Um, because like I've touched on, uh, <laughs> and again, I'm not, uh, like anti-SJW, I'm, I'm not an identitarian person, I'm about the individual, um, which I guess puts me at odds technically with certain people who are collectivists, but like, the way that May was talking to Otto, it made me think about things I've heard people say about uh, certain individuals who have certain opinions about things and who, you know, like, might support Antifa and things like that. And um, it just really hit me. Uh, let me say, let me see. So, you know, <laughs> again, super spoilers. You know, Otto is saying to, you know, he's taken over the body of Miles Morales. And he, uh, I, I would even like to think that he conducted the, like, he orchestrated things to, get Miles to be bitten and to inherit the spider powers because Peter got too old and then um, eventually he came and, and did the, the brain invasion body swap thing um, that he did with Peter in, um, what was it? Is that Dan Slott's uh, Superior Spider-Man run from a few years back? Anyway, um, you know, Otto does this because uh, he wants to be better and like his motivation is to show that he is better. It's to show how good he is. And, and um, gosh, this kind of dovetails with what, uh, Peter had said to Cap at the end of last issue, which is that, um, 
old men's job is to leave the world a better place um, than you know what they found it. And Otto doesn't believe that. Um, he won't let go. Peter's trying to raise up the next generation and help them, enable them to, and, and strengthen them so that they can rise to the challenge on their own, whereas like Otto wants to hold on and he never wants to let them, he never wants to let go and let the next generation make the world a better place. Um, and he's not even moving the world into that better place because he needs everything to be at a standstill so that he can um, tear down everything that he hates and uh, and then he'll make the move to make something positive in the world, in life. Um, but that's a villainous attitude. That's not what heroes do. Um, so, you know, this, this, I'm just going to read from the comic. I, I hope that's okay. Uh, this image of, of May, um, appears Otto, you know, and Octavia says, May, and she says, Otto, what have you done? I, I just, and then she continues, you were always so angry at the future. I loved you, Otto, but you could never accept the world around you or our limitations. And then he responds with, it's not fair, May. It's not fair that you died, that I'll, she says, no, Otto. What's not fair is taking a young man's life just so you can correct your mistakes. You've lived your life, and I've lived mine. You want to be the hero now? Let Miles go. Let your hatred for Peter go. It was never a competition for my love, Otto. There's no limit on love. And then he responds, May, I'm, I'm so scared. I. And then she tells him, It'll be okay, Otto. Trust me. And then he disappears into a puff of smoke. Um, <laughs> and then she imparts more wisdom on Peter. She's telling him that everybody wants something. Um, and uh, Otto just wanted to feel safe. He wanted to feel loved. And instead of seeking a way to do that um, through connecting with others in a meaningful way, he wanted to be recognized by the world for being a genius and doing all these great things. Uh, and he wanted glory and recognition and adoration. But instead of turning inwardly and, and acting in uh, a way to garner that love, fidelity, trust, respect, admiration from people who he knew, he instead sought to demand it through force and to um, bring that on himself by, you know, showing people making people recognize how amazing he is, you know, what a brilliant scientist he is, and all these other things. And it led to him never being able to be happy. It led to him hurting so many people. And it's the opposite of what Peter did. <sighs> and that's a, that's a pretty big deal. I feel like I've gone on a little too long, so I'll just conclude with this. Um, like, no matter what's happened to you, if you can, you know, turn that pain into motivation to reach out to others, to help others, to connect to them, to be there for somebody. Um, you know, you may not be a Superman or a Spider-Man, but you don't need to be. You just need to be there for somebody, and that can make all the difference. Um, it's like May, this, you know, feeble, frail old woman was able to save Otto's soul, so to speak. I mean, that's what it seems like. That's what it feels like, the way everything was being communicated. Uh, it was in the mind, but it felt like the souls were speaking and the souls were there in existence and uh, interacting with each other. And I think there's something really true and beautiful and human to that and humanist to that. And uh, I think that is a good thing. I think it's beautiful. And uh, I'm really happy about this little run of Spider-Man. And I think it's one of the most, uh, I don't know, moral, amazing, uplifting 
um, stories I've read in a while, and uh, I really dig it. Anyway, that's all I have to say. Um, again, uh, you can check out my Tokusatsu channel. Um, it's MJ Loves Toku. You can just search that, or it's in the description. Um, I'm going to be continuing to review Spider-Man. Uh, I expect my schedule to be once a week for a while, for maybe a few months, um, and I'll be tracking through old Spider-Man and other stuff at the time, um, and then eventually I'll um, pick up the pace, pick up speed. Uh, but again, I have other ambitions, and I can't let uh, let reviewing Spider-Man or reading and enjoying and then reviewing Spider-Man comics be you know my sole focus in life. I've got other things to take care of, so... Anyway, thank you for sticking with me. Check out mgwinners.com for more of my work. I talk about tokusatsu and write original fiction you can find there. I'm also participating in Tokutember, making tokusatsu-inspired art for the month of September. I am an aspiring author who will gladly accept your financial support through coffee. Swing Through Comics can be found on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and mjwinners.com STC. Relevant links are in the show notes. If you had a good time, like and share this. Subscribe and ring that bell to catch me the next time I'm swinging through comics.